0: Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Best Life Cafe. Today, host Kathy Anello, that's me, and my co hostess in crime, Carrie Butler. Good morning, Carrie. Good morning. Today, we are so excited to bring you our special guest, Kylie Kwan, from Boulder, Colorado. And Kylie is a meditation curation and life coach. She is a growth catalyst and a story-fueled guide. Kylie specializes in helping her clients connect, trust their inner voices, and use their personal experiences for growth. I met Kylie in July of 2017 at about 9 o'clock at night when she plopped into a retreat I was attending at 1440 with Nancy Levin, and she plopped down next to me, and a kindred friendship was born. And I am so happy to welcome you to the show today, Kylie.
1: Thank you. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning, Carrie. Good morning. (laughs) We're so excited to have you on the show. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. So I just want to brag just a little bit about who you
0: are to our listeners. And I yesterday when Carrie and I were having our pre-show meeting, we were like, I was like, just let me, let me just give you a rundown of who this Kylie is because although you and I have been friends, you haven't never been able to meet Carrie. But you are and hold many certifications and degrees. And so Spirit Junkie Master Certification Level 1 and 2, Trained Himalayan Singing Bowl Therapy Practitioner, certified kundalini yoga teacher, certified lifestyle meditation teacher, numerology, emotional eating and behavior coach, holistic health, detox coach, detox chef, which I know is one of your first loves, and a degree in business and finance. I mean, hello. <laughs> you you're amazing. Yes, I've done and, a lot. <laughs> so, I wanted so so I just wanted to like throw that out there, but also One of the greatest things and what I am just so proud of you for is that you are an upcoming author of a book that's called Unbroken. And Kylie was given the honorable mention in the Hay House uh, writing contest, which I know is a very big to-do. But the name of the book is Unbroken, A Spiritual Guide to Navigating Love, Authenticity, and Self-Acceptance When You're Caught Between Two Worlds. And really that is kind of leading up to what I want to talk about, is when we met, you literally were colliding through two worlds. And so I'm wondering if you just want to give our listeners a little backstory about that night and how catalyst that was to where you are today.
1: Yeah, so Kathy and I met at Nancy Levin's uh, retreat, and I'm totally blanking on what the title of the retreat was. I know, me too, um, me too. (laughs) I know, and it's, it's one of those things at the time, this was several years ago, I did not, I was not really on social media, and I mean, I had the social media accounts, but I didn't really follow along, and um, the day before the retreat started, so I'm in Boulder, Colorado, and the day before the retreat started, uh, my husband, now ex-husband of 20 years, had just left our marriage um, over a phone call the week before and then told me in person that the night before. And I was at my friend's house at like 10 o'clock at night, just scrolling through Instagram and Nancy Levin's um, Instagram post came out up and it said, you know, it was her video saying, Hey, I'm going to be at 1440. And it was this retreat on basically self um, love and stuff, self love and really honoring yourself. And I was like, I'm going to do this because my um, ex-husband had called me over a telephone call and said, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. And just ended our marriage um, over a phone call, which is an interesting experience. Yeah. Um, And he had been (laughs) traveling about 90% of the time um, out of state for about uh, three years prior. So I was really a stay at home mom um, to our two kids um, and really a single parent um, for, for most of our marriage and most of our time um, raising our children. So, you know, I was always a coach and teaching meditation and all that, but my primary role was being a homemaker and a, a housewife and, and a full-time stay-at-home parent. Um, mm. And so when that happened and I'm sitting in my friend's um, house, crying of course for the end of this this experience of being connected to this one person. I'm watching Instagram and I ended up buying booking a plane ticket to fourteen forty in California <laughs> that night at like by then it was like eleven o'clock yeah, and yeah. flew out the next morning and went to the retreat and I am forever changed. And as Kathy says, you know, her, I sat right next to her, and energetically <laughs> there was this, a connection. And that right. retreat really was, I think, the pivotal point in my life where I truly knew it was okay and providing myself the permission to love myself and no mm-hmm. longer need external validation of any sort to say who I am. <laughs> So it was a it was a powerful week long um retreat. And you know, Kathy knows all the backstory, but it was an incredible well, experience.
0: Well, I mean
1: they always are with
0: Nancy Levin and you know plug for her our life coach because without her I don't think either one of us would be where we are today. So what was interesting, totally. what you were going, what you were going through during that time, I didn't go through for another year. And but both
1: of us exactly. helped
0: each other in different ways because I was able to then lean on you after you had already spent a year of healing the trauma that comes from leaving a toxic relationship. So, but that being exactly. said, you are an awesome person, and uh, so I want to just dive right in and I want to say, let's define meditation curation. And life coaching, like what, what, do you, what do you do when someone comes to you and says, my life is hell? <laughs> Help me.
2: <laughs> so I
1: think one of the biggest things about coming out of um, a toxic relationship, and mine was 23 years long, and really I didn't realize how toxic it was until after the fact, um, because you can justify a lot of people's actions. And when we are also people pleasers, um, it, it you know allows us to stay in those relationships um, way longer than um, someone who's more um, deeply rooted in their self-love. And I think individually when we talk um, and when you talk with a life coach, a meditation curator, a coach, um, you know, it depends on the person. So I, as a coach, like to start where someone is. Um, and so that varies from person to person. But, in true essence, um, what I do is I help people connect with their inner voice. Um, we are yeah. born pure and beautiful and perfect in every way. And we tend to kind of disconnect with our authentic selves as
0: mm. we live our
1: lives and we experience, you know, traumas um, or even just just minor situations of um, growing up. Someone could make a very you know, small comment, and it could get stuck in your subconscious. So what I help people do Mm -hmm. is really connect with their inner voice, because in truth, we are connected to source to universe. Um, But we get our messages kind of get warped. And most of us, actually, I think all of us have an inner voice, um, and a gift in that. But we tend to either ignore it, (laughs) or justify it to go a different direction. And we don't trust Um, our inner voices and our inner guys. Mm. Um, And as you've mentioned, I've studied with Gabby Bernstein and she's really, you know, a big um, mentor for me in the sense that she was one of the first people decades ago where she taught of, you know, listening to our inner voices. And I really did that externally out of, you know, outside of my marriage um, out of this person that I really wanted to love me. So, you know, life coaching is really about me being a guide for them to be able to take the actions necessary to trust and believe um, their own inner voice and then also take the actions necessary to tr- um, create and curate a life that really um, serves what their desires are um, rather than sabotage and get stuck in patterns um,
2: and really right. dictate where your life is going to go next. So Kylie, I want to jump in on yes. that for a second because it's you know like w- when when Kathy and I were talking last night, going over the show and everything, I said, oh my gosh, it's like a kindred spirit, you know? Because like as as you're telling your story, like I was in was in the same type of marriage for twenty five years and. um and no longer in it. And, and when you say, like, your inner voice, it's like my inner voice, like, it's the, um, do, I guess, how how do I, how do I say this? Like, do you clarify what is truly your inner voice and then just, like, your mind, your chatter? Because, like, for You're example, good. when I got married, I was a little bit older. I mean, like, I was 30 when I met my now ex-husband. And so... You know, there was so much going on in my mind about, you know, it, where I should be and the house with the white picket fence and the 2.3 kids, you know, that whole thing. Yeah. And, and so, <laughs> but but let mm-hmm. me tell you something. As I was standing on the sand getting married, I knew, I knew I shouldn't have been there. Like I just knew, like yeah. I knew I shouldn't mm-hmm. be there. And so there's yeah. like that. There's you know what I mean? It's like you're it's almost like you're yeah. fighting with your inner voice. But it's like so do you hone in on like what your true inner voice is? Do you know what I'm saying? Like your true soul. Yeah. Your truth.
1: Yeah. And I think that's you know, that's the part of my own practice and the way that I work with clients is really figuring out what is the chatter and what is the influence of um, you know, outside of yourself of like, you know, your parents or society or your partner uh, versus what you truly want. And that's where Nancy, I, I, I am trained. I'm getting trained with um, Nancy Levin and it kind mm-hmm. of has inter- been interesting practice for me because I come from the very woo-woo side of spirituality and, um, and meditation with Gabby and then this practical um, boundary side with Nancy. So it's really right. helped me to kind of merge that practice together And, and like you said, Carrie, like we, you know, we get signs from the universe all the time. Do we always listen? Possibly not, you know, but getting as we get older and as we get deeper into our practice and knowing who we are in the true essence of who we are, we're able to clarify more of what that, what is real and what is not real for you. So, you know, I laugh as I hear that story because now, of course, hindsight is always 2020. When I right. look back, there were so many clear incidences where my mm. inner voice, my guides, angels were like, get out. <laughs> get the fuck yeah. out now. Like this is not okay. Hmm. And, you know, one of the funny things is you know, one of the things is that I've had multiple of those before we even got married, where I should have now right. being the person who I am now and knowing and trusting myself I would have totally turned around and walked out and never contacted this person. But instead I kept, <laughs> you know, saying, Oh, I could do better. I could do better. Or yes, I, you know, this, this is something I have to work on and, you know, and really kind of doing that, that um, stubbornness part of myself that I do own now of like, I'm going to make it work. <laughs> um, and, Wait, but, but you, you know,
2: But what you said, what you said was so, it was like trusting yourself, and it's like, where where in that, where do we, as women, I feel like it's a, it's, mm-hmm. you know, not yeah. to like get on that women's bandwagon or whatever, but it's like, where in the fuck do we lose that, like, what the hell, you know what I mean? Like, I have a 21-year-old yeah. daughter, and I and I'm going to be 60 in a few days, yeah. and I'm thinking, yeah. I do not want her to have to wait till she's 60 to learn these life lessons that Amen. I am really just yeah. getting into. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm really yeah. understanding them now. But it's like, what? Come yeah. on. You know, it's really funny. People. My daughter is 19, and she, she
1: you know, is a sophomore at school and college. And she said to me, Um last year she's like you know mom i'm adulting and i guess that's a word that uh then gen z uses and i just laughed and i'm 46, and i'm also adulting um and yeah. i think the thing the thing, you know and it makes me laugh but what i tell her is is that you know you you do the best with what you know at the time and you know maya angelou said you know you you do better because when you know better you do better and that's all mm-hmm. you can you know, really kind of honor yourself in that experience. Everything is divinely led and everything is, you know, the way it, sh- it needs to be. So, you know, at the end of my toxic marriage and what came about during the divorce process was truly shocking. <laughs> I mean, they, they could totally make a lifetime movie out of my experience. <laughs> but what I can really focus on is the benefits and the positive parts that came out. I got to live and raise two amazingly incredible human beings in the way that I felt I need, I wanted um, and got to stay home with them. And I ended up going through a divorce when I still feel quite young because I got married when I was 23 and right. they're older. So, you know, thank goodness they're not five or six. Um, there were opportunities and, like I said, inner, right. inner intuition that said leave when you know, shortly after my son was born, I had that six-week postpartum um, appointment, and I was told that I had um, uh, <laughs> um, cervical cancer. And I was what? like, and luckily, wow. it didn't end up being that way. But just <sighs> during that experience, right before I got that news, my ex-husband and I had this huge blow-up fight. My kids are 70 months apart. And I was, like, hormonally going cuckoo, and also I suffer with both pregnancies, postpartum depression. So I was not in a great – I was not a nice person, but I was trying to take care of two little babies under the age of 17 months and also dealing with hormones, and here's this person yelling at me. And I'm like, you know, I understand I'm not being nice, but I just had a second baby. Hormones are going in. I need you to be nice to me knowing that it's hormones, and he could not do it. And I remember being in that moment at the Ugh. age of, like, 26, going, how am I going to leave this man with a 17-month-old and a newborn? <laughs> and I just, you know, and I was like, I can't do it. And then I got that call, and I actually did share that information with him for a week. Um, and then I stayed because, you know, a cancer scare with two little kids, not a great experience. But, you know, I – as I, I work with this great angel card reader, and um, just in the last year uh, or last year, I did a card reading with her, and she said, You know, your guys are telling you they always wanted you to leave.
2: Mm. It just
1: was not the time. And it really is true. Everything is divinely led, and it's part of our human experience and our, our work as humans to really trust that everything happens in divine time. And not try to push through things. And I know you guys 100%. Know talked last episode about manifestation, right? Like, yeah. we want things to, to happen. We want things in our lives. And we have to really figure out in manifestation what is truly something that we want. So, you know, is it a house or a job? And those things are kind of tangible. But in essence, what we really wanna manifest is what those, um, getting those things do for us you know some people want to lose 10 pounds and the truth of the matter is it doesn't matter if you lose 10 pounds or not what we may what we truly probably desire is to be vibrant and healthy and feel comfortable in our own skin and feel beautiful it's not the number on the scale so you you know know, for me uh, manifestation uh, just for manifestation
0: when you're talking it's like it's a feeling And it is the feeling feeling. you get when you have the house, the feeling you get when you get the car, the feeling when you're 10 pounds lighter. It's not the physical as much as it is the emotional. And that that was really something that set me apart uh, this last month was getting into the emotional side of manifestation. I wanted to touch back with you on um, something that you were talking about and you were saying I was, you know, 17-month-old baby, I had cancer, and basically you didn't know how to get out. And I think that's something that I have found is a resounding theme with women in today's world that I have been stuck in these sort of 20 year toxic situations. We don't know how to get right. out. I was the same, but you and I have both come so far. And the reason we came so far in our healing and our abilities to get out and move up was because we owned and accepted what happened to us. And I wanted to just have you touch base on how does owning your experience because literally, obviously we could go into victim being yelled at every day yeah. or being treated bad or lied to, cheated on, whatever it turns out that it was, you know, you can go yeah. into this place of victim where you're like, oh, my God, you did this to me, or you can own that. And I know that you have done a lot of work on owning your experiences. So I was wondering if you could just share a little bit of that healing with the listeners.
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, the thing is, is I approach my coaching and my life with gratitude, right? So everything that that happens in your life, it's not happening to you. It's happening for you. And a lot of the, the thing that I look back and reflect on my relationship, my specific relationship, is not putting the blame on this person. And it's not giving him credit like the behavior was great. But the thing is, is I allowed someone speak and treat me in that way. And don't get me wrong. They were amazing parts about my relationship, which is the part that I tend to hold on to because I'm an empath and I'm positive. But the truth is, is that really I did not think of myself as being worthy of Mm -hmm. having the love that I desired for myself. I thought I had to suffer and give. Exactly. It's all about self love. You know, when someone treats you a certain way, whether it's good or bad, it's a reflection of how you feel about yourself. And the thing is, is when you're in a toxic relationship, and you're constantly being bombarded by this negative talk, and also by positive talk, you tend to kind of choose and pick and choose what you think you um, want to accept into your life. So it was my choice to stay in that marriage for a very long time. It was not until I was able to stand in my own power and my own love for who I am and what I truly deserve that the marriage fell apart. And the thing is, is it was a gift from the universe. And this is how I see it is it was a gift from Mm -hmm. the universe on the toxic way that he actually left me because it was like one final lesson that kind of took me over the edge of going, Oh no, this is not, this is not okay. And it really kind of woke me up to that. I had done that work in every aspect of my life with my children, with, you know, um, people like friendships and family and all these things. Um, But that moment was a moment I was like, Oh yeah, final time that I'm going to learn this lesson and one of my community yoga teachers really says this is that the universe will keep giving you the lessons over and over again until you learn it the thing is they don't (laughs) give it to you in the same way (laughs) you know it's always in a different form it's a different layer um, and it kind of you know you have these moments of like God, again (laughs) I thought I learned this and you find yourself kind of being in the same pattern but you keep moving forward because the truth is is that your experiences and the stories of your life, you own it. This is what made you who you are today. And I love who I am today. And Hmm. what I experienced made me who I am. So I can make the choice, and this is our humanness, of I can make the choice to look at what my life, the good, the bad, and decide what I'm going to keep and because they serve me well and what I'm going to discard or work on because they sabotage where I want to take my life. So the stories and the experiences, whether they're good or bad, they're yours. And really owning it and then using it as a fuel and as a catalyst to make the changes and the actions that you want to really take it to creating a life that you desire. And going back to what Carrie said, really figuring out, and going within and figuring out what do I truly, truly want for myself and what, where am I really just trying to be digestible to other people or to be able to be not embarrassed that you want, you know, to do something yeah. else. Like, you know, like sometimes, you know, I want to, I choose to do something and people are like, why are you choosing that? And my simple answer is because I feel like it. And being okay with that, whether they make fun of me or disagree or criticize, really no longer needing um, external uh, approval in any way. Yeah. 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 And that's the thing is, you know, that's what my book is really about, really knowing that we are unbroken. We are Mm. not broken in any way. We are born whole and we are still whole. We tend to kind of disassociate from ourselves of our wholeness. Um, But when we can rebuild into knowing that we are not broken in any way and really stepping into that power, we can really dictate, oh, yeah, I really like this. Like um, there was that one movie with Julia Roberts, uh, The Runaway Bride. And in the movie, she talks about, um, like, what kind of eggs do you like? One of the characters asks, and she's like, scrambled. Scrambled. But she notices that, like with every man she has been with, she likes her eggs the way the man likes it,
0: right, so right, right.
1: you know, instead of figuring out how do I like my eggs, even if someone thinks it's disgusting, <laughs> right so oh my God, it's that's really so long kind point. of yes. not adjusting to it yeah, it's been a, it's a long it's an old movie, <laughs> but it just kind of came to me about that. it's like not adjusting your behavior and your choices um, to, to fit someone else's expectations. And that's where true self-love comes from. And as a mother to a young woman, you know, what all I can do and, and carry, you know, as our kids get older and any kids get older, there's a point where you're like, I have no control over their choices. <laughs> um, and, you know, the thing is, is we can tell Our children until we're blue in the face to do something one way but truly it's by example so when I can step into my strength and my power and really create a life that makes me happy my daughter is going to see that and emulate that for herself without me saying well you should do this and this and this to get here does that make sense and I think that's the thing is doing it by example Yeah. And And they're not, they're not, and we we learn our lesson, they're not going to, they're not going to repeat the mistakes that we feel were mistakes, but the truth is they weren't mistakes. They were just lessons that we needed to learn. And, you know, it'll give them an opportunity. And if they go down the same path, it is their path. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. It's our perception, you know, like I'm a huge um, student of Abraham Hicks. Like it's like, runs through me my Abraham runs through me because I just like yeah oh I and so and I listen to and and you when you were talking about like the egg situation and everything it's like you know she has this thing where it's like you know if you meet somebody it's like I like you pretty good let's see how it goes you know it's just like let's just <laughs> yeah like let's just yeah. hang out and see how this goes and yeah and we really do lose we 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 have the um let's see, how do I say this? We have the tendency, if you will, to lose ourselves in that other person because, like you said, like we're people pleasers or or whatever, but it's so, it's so, I love, I I can't wait for your book to come out. I'm excited to read it, you know, it's like, because it, it really, like we are the ones that put the labels or we allow other people to put the labels of good or bad instead of like, this was just something that, like, it doesn't have to be bad, you know what I mean? It's like, it can just be, like, it just is, and it's like, okay, you know, and, like, I mean, I deal with that with my daughter sometimes, it's like, you know, at this time of their life, it's like, you know, if there's not, like, drama dripping from it, it's not, (laughs) you know, significant, and I'm just like... You know, like the other day we were talking about something. I'm like, okay, hold up for a second. Like, what? Why do you need to get like all caught up in this? Like, just stop and yeah. So, as far as teaching by example, like I'm hopeful that you know I'm yeah. teaching her a little bit, but and I think uh, it's really it really yeah, ahead. and it's
1: really not taking ownership for your daughter's experience. You know, it's not—it's her experience, yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Like I think, yeah, yeah. Work as a, this is what I tell my children. My work as a parent um, has always been to give them the tools that they need to leave me <laughs> and be production productive citizens of the universe. And as they're now being a parent to adults, and I use. Adults, in air quotes, because they are adults in training. My kids are 18 and 19. Um, you know, my work as a parent is to really be accepting of who they are and the choices that they're willing to make and be their biggest cheerleader when, you know, they succeed um, and they're happy and also be there to help support and guide should they reach out and request that assistance. Otherwise, I have to stand back. And that's my work. And it is one of the hardest things. I think it's been the (laughs) hardest part of being a parent, of, like, letting go and having uh, no responsibility of really how they choose to live their lives or approach things. Um, And it's been really kind of a a beautiful experience in a lot of ways because it is testing me (laughs) on such a deep (laughs) soul level. Um, Well, I I think you know, as women,
0: I think as women, what we, uh, uh, who have been through this type of thing, we really don't want our daughters or other younger girls. Because we came from a generation where we were the homemakers, and we were, and that is really not what the world is about today. Women are, you know, especially young girls, they're in sports, and they're doing their own thing, and they're going to college, and they're writing books, and they're doing things that we didn't have opportunities to do because we were sort of, and I use the word loosely curated, to have the white picket fence, the marriage, and the kids, and all of that stuff. So we're getting close to the end of the show, but I have one more question for you, and then I just want our listeners to stay with the show because – Right after this, Kylie is going to give us a uh, small sample of sound meditation and a little bit of her meditation to send us off today, and then we're going to pull some cards. So the question I have is probably one of the most important questions, I think, in the process that you've been in and I've been in. And I know the show is sort of loosely based on on manifestation, and we haven't Mm -hmm. talked a lot about it, but I think what's really important to manifest is that these feelings of no self-worth, no self-love, inadequacy, um, you know, needing validation, all those things block manifestation. And so I think it's a really good conversation to talk about how do we eliminate these so that we open up and then going through meditation to get the answers and do that. So but the biggest part for me, yes. and I know you know this, and I think for you was the forgiveness part, because it's a big part of your journey when you've, have gone through trauma, whether it's yours, victim, no victim, you know, whatever that is. But I found forgive me myself was the hardest part, forgiving myself for staying, forgiving myself for doing this, staying too long. So how do we forgive ourselves
1: and them well, I at the think same that's, time so that well, we're healthier? Well, here's the thing is the, even forgiveness for someone else, it's, it's for our own benefit it's um, cutting the energetic cords that bind us together and when we can step into like the first step for my my own healing through my divorce but also I've had a lot of childhood trauma was forgiveness for myself and yeah. that Me too. really Artist. ties into the meditation because and manifestation because we actually manifest from our subconscious not from the conscious so Meditation really helps us dive deep into our subconscious so that we can do the healing that's necessary so we can change the perception and the, the way that we look at things. We can only do that at the subconscious level to really truly have an effect in our external life. And meditation, journaling, free journaling, I'm a big proponent of... Um, allows us to really sit in stillness and um, you know, shift the way that we do things from a deep subconscious level, which allows us to manifest things. Because we will not be able to manifest it, uh, something that we want unless we truly believe on a subconscious level that we deserve that.
0: Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. Okay, so that takes us to... Uh, thank you so much for just sharing the the light that you are with our listeners. And so what uh, I want to let them know is that uh, upcoming Kylie has a digital workshop coming up and her website is kyliekwon.com, And that's spelled K-Y-L-I-E-K-W-O-N.com. And she has a discount code, Best Life Cafe, and she's given you 50% off of all of her guided meditations How long is that going to run, like a day or two or maybe say 48 hours? It'll it'll
1: run until the end of uh, January.
0: Okay, perfect, because a lot of times people download our, our podcast way after the fact, you know, yeah. and so that would, that's great. Yeah. So you guys go to her website, you can download her meditations, which you're about to find out are so on point and so healing, and I'm super excited to, uh, so why don't you go ahead, Kylie, get ready, and maybe you want to pull a card now, I know we were supposed to do that in the beginning, but we can go ahead and yeah. pull a card for us, and then take us through a sample, yeah, and I'm, then, and yeah.
1: yeah. We're so on. I'm actually okay. uh, pulling off my new new uh, Gabrielle Bernstein's uh, Super Attractor deck, and um, as we're talking about manifestation and curating the life that we all desire, so let me pull this deck card. Okay, so if you just close your eyes, and then you can place your hand right on your heart, so your left hand on your heart center, and then your right hand over the left, closing your eyes and feeling really grounded, whether you're sitting on a chair or on the floor. Just take a deep breath and feel that heart beating. And then connect. And the card that I pulled is, I feel my way into faith one step at a time. Mm -hmm. And just connect with those words. I feel my way into faith one step at a time at a time, and keeping with that breath, connecting with your heart, just listen to your inner voice, step into your faith. I am ready and prepared to own my story, the experiences in my life that have brought me where I am today, the here and now. I fully trust and surrender that nothing has happened to me, rather, they have happened for me, for my highest good, and all is divinely led. No more playing small, led by fear. I am unbroken. I am unapologetic. I am unconditional. I live without pretending. I love without depending. I listen without defending. I speak without offending. Draw a deep, full breath in. And then fully and completely exhale. Another deep, full breath in. And then fully and completely exhale. And simply come back into the space around you. That's beautiful. Mm, thank you. That is a
2: message from the wow. universe to you. Thank you so much, Kylie. This was such an amazing, delightful, wonderful show today. <laughs> and I feel like oh, thank I'm thank so, so much. sad that you live in, I, I wish you didn't live in Colorado so we could all hang <laughs> out. <laughs>
1: Colorado is I'm beautiful. going to Colorado and you, this summer. I'm definitely yeah, going. <laughs> yeah, come visit me. Yeah, and you can actually or, download or, a PDF. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Tell them about that. You, you can actually download a PDF of the the, the the story Fuel Manifesto, and it is really owning your story and setting an intention. Um, oh, those forward. words were magical. So really that. magical.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely, so you guys go to her website. Her website is so gentle and beautiful. I, I really love the coloring and all of it. And you know, uh, we maybe there will be a 1440 this summer, and we can all reunite. Yeah. If, if Nancy goes, I'm going. There's no question. Yeah. Uh, I've never I'm had a, a bad it. time at 1440. Yeah. Okay, so Carrie Butler, let's uh, pull a card. I've got. I've been oh, shuffling my okay. deck for hours, and so here we go. Hmm. Well, I don't know who needs to hear this today, but I did pull the Eight of Autumn from the Fairy Tarot deck, and it says, do more research before proceeding." education in the form of seminars, going back to school, or apprenticeships, and long-term, excellent craftsmanship and long-term projects, saying it's time to get deep inside yourself and study up on manifesting the world the way you want. <laughs> That's yes. my take,
2: anyways. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. And so I pulled from the work your light, the Re- Rebecca Campbell. Um, Love those. And I pulled Starseed. And it says, What lights you up? Starseeds are mm. souls with a double mission to raise their own consciousness and the consciousness of the planet. They are old souls who have incarnated elsewhere beyond the planet. Many star seeds arrive with a feeling that time is running out and there is something they must do or contribute. If you pulled this card, be encouraged to follow your light and see what lights you up. I love that. There you go. Love it. All oh. of this. So light up everybody today. Just be lit up. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, everybody. Have a very blessed day. Thank you for tuning in to the Best Life Cafe. We'll be back next week talking more about manifestation. I'm looking forward to hearing you again.
2: Bye, everybody. Hello. Hello. Thank Bye, everybody. you. Take care. Bye. Bye.